0: It turns the blue. Hello and welcome to We're Not Singing Anymore. We're three mates, we're all in different parts of the country, all in lockdown, in isolation, and all passionate about football and passionate about music. Be that soul, blues, country, rock and roll, gospel and who knows what else besides we've got no gigs to go to we've got no football matches to go to so every week we agreed to uh, talk to each other but instead of just moaning every week about how bored we all were in lockdown what we thought we'd do is pick a theme and come armed with a, a memory a story or just something to laugh about based on that theme we split the podcast in two halves so there's a half the first half is about football the second half is about music and we publish them as two separate mini podcasts so people can listen to the one that they that they particularly want to listen to. This particular half is about football and although we're Blades, two Blades and one Sunderland fan, we hope the stories are interesting enough for, for other people to enjoy as well. So let's get going. Right, so here we are again. Uh, it's now the 9th of July. July. Um, no idea when you might anybody might be listening to this because we've got about three or four wrapped up and recorded that we haven't published yet, but um, We're actually 16 weeks from the start of this thing, but we know we're not really in lockdown And as we can see from the, uh, the Zoom images The barber shops are now open <laughs> Sorry Tony, I didn't mean I'm obviously that's not a, a universal no, no. thing for, um, I, I've we've uh, we've been uh, we, the, the I've got the BAFTA nomination in now for the podcast. Oh, so good, I'll uh, I'll reply to that if I think, uh, yeah. if, I
1: yeah. think we, if I think we want to go. I mean, honestly, uh, accepting an award, you know, getting up on stage and accepting an award is like one thing, but with a mask on or three masks on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. sure. I'm I'm not not sure. I'm not sure. Either. Hold it over to next year, probably. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Um, well, this thing we picked for this uh, this week with, um, was was almost isolation
1: reflections.
0: So should we have a quick summary of where what we're going to chat about, and then we'll get going, Tony? Right. Okay. Well, look, I wanted
1: to be negative and whinge a lot, but I'm going to be surprisingly positive. Excellent. Oh God. Oh.
0: You do, you do, you do realize you're damaging the reputation of some <laughs> old men. Go on then. I'm looking forward to that, Charlie. Uh,
1: well, basically, do we need football crowds anymore? And and I,
0: I shall. Um, I'll just I'm just going to have a bit of a rant um, about technology, which you might think has been done to pieces, but I'm going to do it through the eyes of isolation time. <laughs> so go on then we'll, we'll 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 go on at a pace tony let's let's, let's right well as I, said, I,
1: I want to be positive All right. um and it's mainly positive Good. but there is a bit of moaning and whinging here as well and, and i'm going to start with it and get it out of the way get it out of the way so yeah. so what's negative what's negative about the restart there ain't any atmosphere and some of the games have been a bit oh, well. You know, I've lost interest. I've, you know, even our own. Some, some. there been so little atmosphere. I've uh, I've lost a bit of interest. Um, yeah. Pipe sound, pipe sound around the ground. I know. You know, we've had a discussion before about this, but who has that job of pushing the buttons just <laughs> when the ball's going near the goal? They, they push the crowd roar button, or they boo button at the referee for a decision. It gets on your wick a bit, doesn't it? I think, anyway, that uh, does mind, that, that pipe stand. Um,
0: Tony, a wonderful moment when he, he, he pressed the cheer button when it when McGoldrick hit the side netted. You know, the one <laughs> yeah. where, oh, half the stadium thinks it's gone in, ah! Oh, <laughs> and then he pressed the, the, the despondent button just straight up. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
1: that's quite an art. That's that's a skill. it? Is. Enough, isn't it? it is. drinks break. There's an. I'm 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 on I'm on my high horse now. Drinks break, a bovril break. <laughs> what what do we need a bovril break for? It it is cold enough to have a bovril break, isn't it, at the moment? Um, and it's soon going to be a game of four quarters. I saw the other day a game of four quarters, popcorn, and uh, projecting t-shirts into the stand. More subs. Against more subs favors the top teams. Big squads bring one one fifty million pound player on for another fifty million pound player, and there's an unevenness about that within uh, within the league. I'm not going to talk too much about VAR and the officials because I just when Jeff talks about ramps and football, then I suspect technology is not far away. Um, so I say, and, I, and I'm not. I hope I'm not stealing your thunder here, Jeff. No. But you said something to me the other day when we were talking that um, we've just swapped inconsistencies. It gives us inconsistencies. So, so we've swapped the honest um, inconsistency no. of some interpretations by referees for a less honest inconsistency. That the technology seems to be giving us at the moment. Yeah. I, I just think
0: there's a quite a compelling argument, which I'm going to try and go through
1: at, at the end, which 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 I've
0: I've, I've never really done before. Yeah. I've always moaned, but I think I've got quite a
1: compelling case here for something. Yeah. I'll leave Good. it till later. And I know that uh, over the last couple of nights or so, you know, delays over offside decisions. I can't remember the games now, but it was like, I thought, oh, God, he's another one. And it was, you know, a similar thing where it took about two minutes to sort out whether, you know, we're back to the, the toenail principle. What? How far was the toenail offside, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, if you look at the, uh, the, the game last night, I mean, what a dramatic finish, you know. Uh, uh, there's nobody in the ground. Wilder goes on a sprint 30 yards down because, he's you know, Egan scored. If you saw him running back, he ran straight up to the fourth official and said, "What appeared to be, should I be worried? <laughs> oh, right. I mean, that's, it was it was basically looking at the official. Should, should yeah, yeah. Do it? Should I? Is it? Uh, you know, type of." And you think that's what it's doing? That's what it does in stadiums to you. Um, yeah, to you. Well, it did to me yeah. last night.
1: i was thinking, right. This is all in one split second going through my mind after we'd scored, you know, when I nearly threw my tee up in the air. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm thinking, oh, I honestly can't think of a possible reason why VAR might be involved in, in yeah. this goal. And I think, I think we've scored. That was all in one flashing split yeah. second yeah, yeah. As, as it goes in. And, um, and when, they run, when, they're run, that,
0: when they're running the replay, Tony, yeah. I'm looking at everybody but John Egan. Has anybody yeah. else fouled somebody yeah. somewhere yeah. in, in yeah. the building? You're thinking, yeah. this, this is this mm. is, this is yeah. terrible. But
1: anyway. And Charlie, say yeah. about two minutes and taking for. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist, and I don't do. I should I believe that the big clubs are favoured? Uh, yeah, I should really shouldn't because I there's too I much do. evidence that they're probably Jeff's yeah. going to talk about. But you know, there was one the. A few nights ago, when Manchester United last played, admittedly it wouldn't have been any, um, you know, difference to the result because they were so superior. But I can't even remember the circumstances now. But there was an absolute good shout for an offside. Yeah, uh, we neither saw any type of rerun. There were no long checks. I don't want long checks. Uh, and they didn't. The pundits didn't even talk about it at half-time. And it was a real close one. You know, close enough to have a damn good look at if you want to do that sort of thing. But it was nothing, you know? And and that made me think, you know, that how many people that watch... them? I am ranting now, sorry. How many people watch... Who's the biggest punters that tune in to Sky Sports, BT Sports? Liverpool fans? Manchester United fans? um, You know... Yeah. Top club fans yeah. don't oh, live anywhere right near it. where 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 the clubs from, and often in different continents. Yeah. But nevertheless, they're the paying punters. So it goes to sense that it stands to sense. Don't upset these guys; they won't be watching anymore. So you know, just you know, brush it under the carpet when we get close ones with these, because these are our punters. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. intend to rant like this. Anyway,
0: but, um, did you say you were going to be positive, Tony? I, I, just,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I might have yeah, mis Oh, down. sorry. Yeah. Um, use the screen. Why didn't you know? Last night, <laughs> were you in the game, you used the screen. Or was it last night or the night before? Well, I suddenly start wanting to use it again. Yeah. Final rant, don't look at things in slow motion because the game isn't played in slow motion and if, you, if you, you can make something out of anything in slow motion if you look yeah. long enough yeah. but we don't play it we don't watch it in slow motion so why judge it in slow motion no. yeah god some of those pundits oh. <laughs> and it's not that they're saying things i don't agree with they just we do more homework for getting stuff out on here than they do about teams how they play yeah. and formations I'm sure we. I'm sure we do because yeah. they're just. It's just laughable, really. Anyway, that's me. That's me. All my <coughs> negatives out of the way. Right. Good. Positives. Games thick and fast. It's like a tournament feel, and yeah. and, I, and I rather like that. I yeah. probably couldn't have put up with it for, you know, months. But right. it's got a good feel now because you're never that far away from you from your next match. Um, i'm thinking players and managers are behaving better you know behaving more sensibly which suggests that you know a lot of the aggression is got from the crowds it's our fault passed on to the players and that nervous tension that i felt it last night 10 minutes from the end nil nil nip and tuck could go any way and i'm getting a good feel you know th- ten minutes. Anything that happens now, it's going to be difficult. And I love that feel. I love. <laughs> I, I love that feeling to 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 have that in a in a football match. So so that's great to have back again, and it's better than notes, isn't it? It's not perfect, but it's it's oh, a lot than better
0: than nothing. Yeah, and yeah, uh,
1: yeah, It means that the right end results to seasons is going to happen. Liverpool yeah. are champions. The right three will go down. You yeah. know. The right teams will come up from the championship, yeah, and that's that's really important for the for the integrity, I think. Um, by the way, I don't know about you, but there's so many teams I want to go down from the Premiership for some <laughs> <one> reason. <laughs> Incredible, isn't it? I can get up, get up to Brighton before. There's a team that I'm not. I don't want to go down. So, don't make the case for all the others. Um, but, so, you know. Positives, despite the rant, the positives for me do outweigh the negatives. Yeah. Right, and I'm going to have a bit of personal enjoyment here. Nothing to do with lockdown particularly, but a um, uh, bit of indulgence from my team really, because this is the day after Sheffield United beat Wolverhampton Wanderers in the last 30 seconds of injury time. And boy, that is a nice feeling. That that's such a good feeling. And, I, and I've decided that we've got the best manager that I've ever seen in 63 years. Now, uh, you know, John Harris, Dave Bassett, Neil Warnock, all fantastic managers, but is the best. Yes. He is definitely the best. Now, by the way, did you see Neil Warnock's always good for a laugh into? Did you see? when he was talking was it yesterday or the day before said that when i die when i die i don't want i don't want a uh, minutes applause i want a minute singing warnock is a wanker and also the best goalkeeper i've ever seen in 63 years at the lane um, you know, you know, Alan Hodgkinson, Paddy um, Kenny, yeah. Alan Kelly. Yeah. In my opinion, he is the best. This bloke, uh, yeah, Henderson. Yeah, I agree Henderson. with him. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think
0: um, also in Wild to, it, 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 about Wilder, um, uh, I, I, and I think people younger than us wonder what people like us think about. What is this the best team we've ever seen? Because we, you know, yeah. we've seen Tony Curry and Woodward, and we've seen great managers. Yeah. This is the best I've ever seen. This is the yeah. best I've ever seen. And yeah. I think, I think I mentioned before we we started doing this, bumping into John Egan and 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 uh, George Baldock in a cafe and all, and just having a yeah. little chat with them. They were absolute uh, gents, you know, polite, engaging.
1: Yeah. Nice.
0: Uh, walked out great with kids on the way out and. I think that comes from the manager. I think I think he's, he's yeah. insisted that this club was broken. And it was broken, Charlie. Yeah. Nobody likes yeah. each other. And we're all going to be part of something. And, uh, yeah. and I think that's what he's created. And that's, as much as anything, that's why he's the best manager we've ever had. Because nobody yeah. else has ever done that, ever. Yeah,
1: yeah, great. Uh, sorry, I'm going on a bit here, but a quick word for replacements in lockdown you know you, you find some of your best players are out all of a sudden and yeah. the replacements that have come in have been fantastic jack robinson replaced o'connell and okay we took a heavy a couple of heavy defeats but by the time jack o'connell's coming back robinson's playing fantastic really well getting up overlapping overlapping center back and um And Osborne, Ben Osborne, Mm, small midfield player from Forest. What what a player he is, you know, and he's just fantastic. Last Mm -hmm. night, Zivkovic, who's Mm -hmm. he? he? And I thought he just fitted in. (laughs) He did. And really was a handful when he came on. So, so replacements, the beauty of a nil-nil draw. And And the stat from last night was that Wolves didn't have a direct shot on goal. In open play, let, let, let alone a shot on goal, they didn't have a shot wow. in, in um, other than a free kick. And uh, who would have thought that could be from a compelling game? But it was, for me, it was absolutely compelling. And it, it didn't have to have a Welbeck overhead kick or a Salah run from the halfway line to score, which is always lovely to see. Yeah. But it didn't have to have that to be a. A fantastic game they were just mesmerising to watch without the ball covering marking the yeah. tactic you know and, and, they, and were, they were just bloody brilliant last night and i could see why <laughs> was so ecstatic about the performance yes. I and,
0: and, and, so and i don't know if you know tony i don't know if you know this because i've been digging deep but wolves mm. have scored more goals in the second half than any have, other team it? in the Premier League. Yeah. And yeah, I only that's... know that because the hmm. bloke on Sky said it every two minutes yeah. over in the second half. <laughs> Is that all you've got to say? Because you keep saying it. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have to be careful because this team this team's scored more goals in the second half than any other team in the Premier League. There's five minutes to go. They haven't had a shot yet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh, anyway. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, I'm done. That's that's Well done. That's...
1: That's, that's well done.
0: done. Well, I have to. My only criticism is, say, for a very positive statement, that was quite negative at times. But well, well done, <laughs> well done, Tony. Come on, then, Charles. Let's keep the old. Let's keep the pot stirring. Well,
1: well, I wish I could. <laughs> oh. but, uh, I, I, think the thing is, having listened to Tony there and Susan, and being carried away on last yeah. night's uh, game and result, I can't offer anything. <laughs> <laughs> and really basically what it comes down to you know if i just summarize things with, i know i don't know and i get upset myself It's <laughs> <Is> somebody <laughs> you know, peeling with, an with, onion with with our season being brought to an, a, an yeah. abrupt end there's there's nothing really to report on on the solemn side of things but uh, and bear in mind i would now our close relationship between Sunland and sheffield i have been able to see a play a team play in red and white stripes you know Ah, which is is good you know and jack (laughs) Rodwell. yeah yeah i well well i've I've had i've said what i need to say about him and (laughs) then all to be revealed in due course um but i suppose at the moment it, it just feels like you know with the lockdown you know the the comparison I, I would make is that for me it feels a bit like a kid being kept in, and <laughs> looking over the fence at the other kids playing. You know, and you you can't ah. go out because there's there's nothing to report, and uh, it, it's just the usual toxicity about the uh, the owners. Yeah, and mm. that that sums up the news as it yeah. were. Uh, and all I can do is to look ahead to the you know the next season 2021. Uh, now, I reckon that's going to be a bit strange for, for a lot of teams, including us in terms of the level of expectation of us as a quote-unquote big club, which uh, some yeah. of our supporters don't seem to realise it in the great scheme of things. We, uh, on paper, we're a big club, but in terms of you know performance and other things, uh, you know, we're in League One, plain and simple. But you are a big club. You know you're a massive club and um you know your crowds um are enormous and it's an oh, attractive yeah. attractive proposition yeah. and that changes very quickly charlie that that yeah. ownership thing because we've had it and yeah. even, only in the last months we've been at rock bottom with it again with court cases so that can change very quickly yeah and once you I'm do get momentum as a big yeah. club you go you do go oh yeah. yeah i i think the thing is tony that it's probably my issue is that about a sense of entitlement. Mm. Yeah, you know, so big club yeah. entitlement.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think no, I think Charlie, I think, I think the the and because we, you know, we've had it too uh, over the years when we've been struggling, and you know, we're a, mm. we're bigger than this, we're better than that. But when yeah, you start listing them all out. You know, the, the remember the championship clubs: Derby, yeah. Forest, Wednesday, mm. Leeds, West Brom, mm. Middlesbrough. You know, yeah, yeah. they all—they all quite rightly consider themselves big clubs. The problem is, we might all—we might all be big clubs, but there's there, there only only some of us can
1: can, can yeah, see. Yeah. Uh, and,
0: yeah. and and any one of them pops up, like as, as Tony said, because they're big enough once they get going to have yeah. a great yeah. following and great enthusiasm. I mean, you've got more than most to be perfect, yeah. right, but uh, many of them around.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. So, really, looking over that fence, as it were, into uh, what's been happening on the, you know, the TV side of things, I, I, it sort of struck me that um, I was remembering when uh, Sky came on the scene, and there were various studies about the impact of huge amounts of money coming in, into the game, mm-hmm. um, and how that was going to change things. And it has, it has come to pass both in terms of, you know, player salaries, bonuses, sponsorship deals, and all the rest of it. And and I'm speaking from perception rather than knowledge, uh, but I, I think I'd, I'd argue along the same lines as uh, probably a lot of football supporters, is that there's this big lump of money there, there's the FA, um, and, whatever the lines are, which would say, you know, yes, those premiership clubs are entitled to that money. Sky are paying it and so on, but what, what's the trickle down it, uh, into the, the, the lower, lower leagues? Uh, and I'm sure there's an accountant's explanation for all of that and about how it's, how it's sort of passed down. But I just think there's probably still too much money lodged up there Oh, wow. that not isn't isn't finding its way down, and mm-hmm. I, I was just make, making this comparison basically because of what's going on at the moment with the with the pandemic and uh, lockdown. I just wonder if there's like a false uh, picture. You know, you have this thing about the f- the football family. Mm-hmm. You know, um, is it a load of bollocks? In lots of respects, I, th- I think it, it probably probably is. is. Yeah. yeah. Or are we more like the royal family? And I don't mean the ones in Buck Palace. <laughs> you know, there's, there's still some dysfunctional stuff that goes on. And I think that's that's what gets gets my goat a lot, a lot of the time. Because I know it's pre-pandemic, uh, but Barry went to the wall. Bolton nearly went to the wall. And I know it's in different circumstances now with Wigan and yeah. how weird that, that situation is. Um, there are going to be clubs, maybe by you know, in the close season, aren't, aren't yeah. going to be able to sort of manage manage their way through, yes. and then the way crowds are going to be or not be next season uh, in the lower leagues. And, and and I know you know, coming back to us as a, a big club, um, attendance wise, we, we've come out of this better than most. But there's going to be a lot of smaller clubs <laughs> that must suffer, because the economy is far more important than. Mm-hmm. Uh, Than football, but um, those clubs that potentially could go to the wall, you know, and you've got lo- loss of community focus, um, the the livelihoods <laughs> with with you know around the area, um, people's perception of themselves, etc., etc., and it could be like a you know a, t- a tale of war there. Um, so what what where is the FA? What is the FA's role? And is it about time? There was some sort of stepping back and thinking, right? Okay, we're having to do this because of the economy and where it's going. Isn't it about time that football put its 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 house in order and looked at in the round? You know, would they need to take a good look at themselves? Um, But will they do that?
0: Well, I I I don't. I don't. structurally, we've we've, footballs created something that it's almost impossible to. So well, the FA, I mean, the FA, in terms of influence, are exactly, at least they've got the right brand. Sweet, sweet F- FA. FA, because, you know, the Premier League uh, runs its own affairs. The EFL yeah. now runs sort of runs its own affairs. These yeah. sort of arrangements of funds coming down, and you just think, yeah. what an unholy mess yeah. it is. Uh, to Almost, even the infrastructure's not there to protect these mm. Clubs, even if you wanted to. Um, yeah. it, it, it's, it is horrendous, Charlie. I mean, you know, we, we're glowing about us, but, you know, we went up we went up, and immediately spent what did we spend? 60, 70 million or something. 60, 70 million. Mm-hmm. It's nothing, it's nothing yeah. in the Premier League.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Me and Tony were, you know, gasping, thinking, yeah, well, hang on a minute. We, We couldn't have spent 3 million this time, 6 million, we couldn't have have done it, you know, we wouldn't have done it. We spent 4 million on John Egan, wow. And suddenly, literally a matter of weeks later, we're spending 60 million. I am saying, quite rightly, of course, that's nothing compared to what the rest of them are spending. You just think, this is not right, it can't be right. And then looking at, bolton and looking at berry and looking at all this it, it cannot possibly be right but what the yeah. hell is the stru- structure never mind the will you yeah. know yeah 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 no so, I, I great sympathy with what you're saying yeah you're
1: saying. Mm. and, and, totally and i think it's you know the yes it's each club's responsibility to, to look after their own finances sure. you know good housekeeping uh what you know what's affordable what's not uh not, not stretching themselves but I think it's seemed to be more clubs where it's getting into it, like a parlous mm. kind of position um, and there you've got the you know the fat cats for want of a better expression who were you know just c- carry on thriving yeah the, and lo- lots of things that potentially could be done for, for lower league clubs you know when we need a white paper <laughs> <laughs> Or is it a white flag? I don't know. <laughs> which which leads me on to uh, me me kind of uh, tongue in cheek thing about uh, uh, about no, no do we need crowds anymore? You know, I mean what you know? Some, I need I need argue against Tony and say we need more piped music or piped crowd sounds. <laughs> but uh, again, you know, just thinking about when satellite. TV came on. I re- I remember B-Sky B-Sky B-Sky, B Sky B- uh, and all the rest of it. And suddenly there was uh, different reports. Uh, sports analysts in in a financial terms, you know, consultants were suddenly on board and talking about, well, there'd be that much money coming in through uh through satellite football. You won't need crowds. Now I think that was a, a theoretical thing, you know, because I think they were probably talking about gate money and you know in attendances and at the end of the day it's kind of like well if you take it literally you know it's actually come to pass but in a in a in a weird sort of way
0: you know well I, to, to be honest charlie i'm not sure it is a weird sort of way i think it's come to pass exactly as they said because if you look at it the reason why leagues one and two said we gotta we gotta call a halt to this yeah we ain't got anybody in the ground and it costs us to put football matches on. And without people coming through the we can't do it.
1: Yeah.
0: Going to the Premier League and they're saying we have to get these games on. We have to get these games on. Because yeah. if we don't, yeah. the big sponsor, Sky and, 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 and et al, won't give us the money. And it's money. that money yeah. that it, it's that yeah. money. Yeah. So, yeah. so we, we don't need them in the ground. But we do need to play the games. And the others are saying, we can't play the games because we can't get people in the ground. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible, but it has come to pass. Yeah. It has come to pass.
1: Anyway, as it is with lockdown, um, atmospheric substitute, Mm -hmm. introduction of artificial crowd noise. It is funny with uh, cheers, boos, oohs, and ahs often miss time as, as you said before jeff and, yes. you know but in a way I, I i give the tv companies credit for trying to give games a bit of a excitement even if the games aren't uh, exciting and that made me think no compensation for a, a real crowd you know obviously cameras picking up some despair <laughs> anger frustration elation angry facial expressions and so on and all you've got is this focus on the on the the pitch itself and and what's going on. And I was minded of uh, there was the musical in the nineteen sixties called The Roar of the Grease Grease Paint, The Smell of the Crowd. Yeah, (laughs) yes. And it's a bit like that. It's a very evocative title. And I thought, well actually when you're at a game and everything kicks off atmosphere wise and it's wow, it's it's all going great. It's it's fantastic. Um, On television, You've got to have that that kind of um, look at what's going on, the atmosphere within the ground. The cameras picking up this, that, and the yeah. you know. So the, it did make me think then about: uh, is there are some grounds that lack atmosphere? So should they? Should they, <laughs> as well as the uh, the crowd noise, is throwing artificial? <laughs> Pipes as well during the quiet periods of the game, you know, get people get people wondering what the hell's going on, you know. Who's who's ex, was excited around this? It's a load of shite or whatever. Yeah, you
0: know. <laughs> It'd be great if they could get really bespoke. Hey, hey, yeah, Baldy, you know, hey, yeah. you with a spectrum <laughs> in the row five? What <laughs> you talking to me? I, I, I have to say I did, I did laugh because apparently it's uh, EA Sports who do the uh, football manager, right? right. Who, who, who I, I don't play these things, but apparently they, they do get clips from the ground and they use them in oh. in the on the computer games. And it was when we were playing Manchester United, the, 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 we had a we had a, a scenario where where Norwich um, were time wasted like hell. And, uh, and we, we beat them the next time round. And, the, and the, um, all the Blades fans were singing, take your time, take your time, Chef United, play football the Norwich way. They were actually playing it the other night as we were getting beaten by Manchester United. <laughs> it was like, I don't think we'd be yes. saying, take your time, lads. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we're 3-0 <three-nil> down. is <laughs> the guy who's operating the machine actually a neutral <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was thinking you know coming back with this uh, uh you know like the uh, the sky commentators you know who were doing the uh, apologies for any industrial language that may have in their heads because they were controlled and i was thinking hey maybe so we should introduce some some industrial language you know so tony the mm-hmm. referee's a banker you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And stuff like that. or because there's, there's no away supporters in the ground, you can have you can have the jibes, you know, like you're not singing anymore. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Where, where where have you parked your minibus? Yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so shit, it's it's been, Shit ground no
0: fans <laughs> Yes,
1: shit ground no fans. Yeah. <laughs> So you know there there are opportunities there
0: you
1: know, yeah. so uh, so yeah I, I, I applaud their their inventiveness but it's it is soulless but you know it's yeah. trying yeah uh, it's they're trying you know but yeah. you no know, we need the day to come back don't we if yeah. if we've got no fans got no atmosphere and just want to get us back to that that situation whatever it looks like in due course yeah. but safely safely but I think yeah. there's going to be a a good while. You know? i think so
0: yeah and as and, yeah. and there is a reason why we named this podcast we're not singing anymore and now yes
1: and we're singing. yeah exactly. exactly okay
0: is that it charlie or have you
1: that's it that's it oh,
0: right well that's good charlie yeah anyway i think i'm gonna pick up on a, a, a few things that you've said um i said i, I was gonna have I a rant,
1: rant incoming <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rant, alert. Rant, rant alert. alert rant alert.
0: Well, actually, I think I've I think I'm more of a Keir Starmer rant. You know one of these
1: where
0: <laughs> I put it to you. Yeah. I put it to you. <laughs> so I've got to keep calm in me ranting. And you know, we've been talking about VAR technology all season. But but the thing about isolation, it's got me thinking about the absolute fundamentals of it. The real, you know, heart of it. And I thought, well, I'll ask myself a question. What's actually happened here? What has actually happened? Because we react to individual circumstances and games. I've stood back from it and said, so what's happened? And, and who's to blame, because there's no doubt, there's a thought that somebody's at fault in. So I went right back and said, right, where was the pressure coming from for this thing that we call VAR technology, whatever? And it came from two sources. It came, it mainly came, it came from football itself, I guess. Um, but, and, and I hate blaming the media because everybody does, but I think the media have, have, have actually had quite a hand, and continue to have quite a hand in this. So I think we can so let's go back to the football and I did a bit of, a bit of googling and I found one of many quotes but this was this was Charlie Austin who obviously after a game he's always good for a oh, yeah. Charlie Austin isn't he it's ridiculous this is pre VAR pre it's <coughs> ridiculous we scored a perfectly good goal it was ruled out for offside the officials cost us two points they said it was offside that's a joke People going about VAR, clearly they need help. This is the best, most watched league in the world. And then we need to give them all the help they need. It's a joke, right? So, there is the case. I think that summarised what, you know, rather pithily what a lot of footballers were saying. The media were at the forefront of that pressure as well, it has to be said. you know, uh, Sky and BBC, they could see decisions that were wrong. They, they would analyse them. They'd use their own camera stuff. They'd sit after the game, let's look at it. That was never offside. They'd berate the officials. And they pleaded for consistency. All we want is consistency. So you think, right, so let's just have a think about that. So So the demand was better decisions and greater consistency, and then we get VAR, which presumably is, 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 is there to, to sort that out. And I, I didn't realise, it is a bit of fact for you, VAR was conceived as part of an ambitious project conducted by the Royal Netherlands Football Association. N- KNVB it looks very, very close to knob when you read it written down. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, <laughs> isn't it? called refereeing 2.0. This is your first warning. It's aim to reinvent refereeing. Reinvent? Refereeing. Mm. Now, you know, I I know I've spent my life working with people, you know, helping them set aims, goals, visions, and all that sort of stuff, but that doesn't feel like a, a very good aim to me. An aim should be to deliver better decisions and greater consistency surely that's the aim not to simply reinvent the way things are refereed so I, I read that and thought and I only read it this morning I thought that doesn't sound that doesn't sound right to me and, and they went on to say you know all the 4g and Wi-Fi in the stadium the referee is the only person who can't see exactly what's happening and he's the only actually the one who should all right, get that have to protect referees from making mistakes that everyone can see immediately. Okay I get that too. It then says, Tony you might have to shut your ears to this, one of the project's first successes was the introduction of goal line technology in 2021. Uh, Referees instantly alerted when the ball completely crosses the line by technology delivered by the British tech company Hawkeye as we as we know. Same company that tennis use and cricket of course. So, I'm gonna look at this in isolation, through, through my blades eyes, I, I admit, but hopefully not, not, not blades bias. The thing about isolation that struck me is, we are all watching it, every one of us is watching this on a screen. Yeah. Stop and think about that for a minute. We're all now watching it on a screen. And the screen is the fundamental Piece of kit that this technology relies on. So, what have we seen? What have I seen? Well, I did this, we've done this one to death, but I'll have to remind the Villa game. The ball is clearly over the line. Hawkeye didn't work. VAR ignored it. Pitch side monitors weren't used. It was clear. It was obvious. Everybody could see it on the screen. Yeah. It wasn't given. TV pundits, now this is where I stray into Tony's, um, is there bias out there? Paranoia. TV pundits, yes, said it was all wrong, but by the end of that programme, they were actually laughing about it. Yeah. And I'm thinking, would they have been laughing about it if that had been City losing the title yeah. to Liverpool? I don't think they would have been. I don't think they would have been seeing some. Maybe that's my paranoia. After the incident, what did Hawkeye say? The level, of, again, we've done it before, but just to remind you, the level of occlusion has never seen before in over 9,000 matches. Occlusion, you know, I know, I know most intelligent people know what occlusion <coughs> means. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, what they're saying is they couldn't see it despite having 17 cameras or whatever they say they've got, didn't do. The system was tested and proved functional prior to the start of the game in accordance with IFAB, oh, blah, blah, blah. system remained functional. Hawk res- unreservedly apologised as Premier League, Sheffield, and everybody affected. No VAR intervention. The video assistant referee, the Pog- POGMO, the referee's organisation responsible, said quite clearly after the game under the IFAB protocol VAR should be able to check the goal however in this instance due to the fact that the on-field officials didn't receive a signal and the unique nature of that the VAR chose not to intervene well why is that so it's not a protocol thing they are allowed to intervene they simply chose not to we've done it before
1: sorry Charlie but does that when it says about VAR that means, at that point, there has to be a human intervention. Yeah. You know, so, so the human should take control of the machine, yeah. so to speak. got to say, right, we need to look at this. Yeah. Rather than the machine just roll on, you know? Absolutely, yeah. So what should
0: happen is, is, is the man at the Stockley Park should say, uh, I think you've mm. got, I've, ju- I've just seen this. I've just seen something. I don't know why, but it, it, it looks in. So he should have called it, didn't. And it wasn't, as some people said, ah, oh, well, he's not allowed to the protocol. No, 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 protocol says he can do Yeah. My point is, as I said, we've, we've done it to death, but what that says is, right, what we now, what that incident showed is that we have subjectivity, not objectivity.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
0: despite the fact that this is about being objective, this has now become subjective because the bloke in Stockley Park said although I could have intervened and presumably I saw it I just assumed I thought that because the machine hadn't gone off I I sort of made an assumption so what so you go right so it's not objective it's subjective it's a really bad call we know it's a bad call there's been a terrific Twitter campaign going on. I think we might have mentioned it last time. Uh, Blades fans really, really politely tweeting Hawkeye every day, saying, uh, <laughs> saying uh, good morning. Um, you know those photos of the occlusions, if you could just pop them onto Twitter so we could all have a look and be sure that what you were saying is, is correct. And it's it's really quite funny, Charlie. You know that you're you getting ones like, "It's been sunny today. We've only been working part time. I'm sure you've been in the garden yourself, Hawkeye." But when you've got a minute, if you can pop those photographs up, that's basically the same. your argument doesn't stack up, no, and no. your credibility doesn't doesn't stack up. There's there's been no response. I, I actually tweeted the other day. Tony will have seen this. I, I put a note out saying. And I copied in Gary Lineker, uh, Henry Winter, I can't remember who else. Uh, I said, isn't it about time the big you big hitters in the media should actually demand these pictures, you know, that are politely being requested. Because if there is a problem with technology that you keep claiming there is, this is your chance. This is your chance to say, no. hang on a minute, show us the photograph, prove that the thing worked or it or it doesn't work. I have to say it's been the most retweeted thing I've ever put out. I'm, it's, it's like everybody's retweet. I'm getting comments on it, I'm getting people replying right, to me on it. Right. So that tells you something. I'm going to move on because it's not just about that, but, but let's, let's, let's take sending off, right? Now in the Spurs game, I know this is going to show I'm not biased, I think Oliver Norwood was very lucky to stay on the pitch. He'd been booked, he went straight up for a header, led with his arm, clipped him on the back of the head, It'd have been soft, but frankly, it could have easily gone off. It didn't. An Arsenal player. Did you see the Arsenal Leicester game the other night? A young Arsenal player. Oh uh, yes, yes. Came on. It
1: was, so, it was a sub, wasn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, Absolute
0: leg breaker. I mean, did do it intentionally, which is the no. pundits' answer to everything. He didn't mean to do it. Well, we know he didn't mean to do it. Most of them don't mean to do it. Straight through studs up above the knee straight into his thigh. I'm thinking, well, that's that's, that's a sending off. He reviewed it. VAR reviewed it. And he went from a booking and he sent him off. Good. Gary Lineker. Oh, I think that was harsh. What? As you'd imagine, half the Arsenal fans on Twitter. That was really harsh. Harsh? I mean, harsh. (laughs) up. Missed the ball, straight through, in his thigh, took him down. Might not have been intentional, but, you know, it's just said enough. And do you know what? I thought, if that had been a Burnley defender going through, mm. putting that yeah. to your point about the big six, would anybody have been saying, oh, I think that was a bit harsh? I, I don't think they would. Mm. I think they'd have been saying, oh, you can't lead with your studs, but you can't. So you're thinking, right, this is, so now I've, got a big, I've now got a second pop problem uh, with, with this technology thing, which is they saw what I saw. I'm talking about Gary Lineker, I'm talking about Arsenal fans, certain pundits. They saw what I saw and came to a different view. That's, I'm thinking, oh, that's a second warning here, isn't it? Because <laughs> we've got subjectivity in technology and now we've got Two people can look at the same thing and come to a different view. So, how is this helping? Let me carry on. <laughs> the handball in our Spurs game. Right decision, terrible law. That's, that's a, it was absolutely the right decision by all the rules. It's a shocking law. It shouldn't be in the rules. It was described by Jamie Redknapp as the worst decision ever.
1: Against one of my former clubs.
0: Against, brackets, against one of my former clubs. Your point, exactly. Well, it w- no, it's the worst law ever. It's not the worst decision. The worst decision was two weeks ago at Villa when the ball crossed that. That was a bad decision. Yeah. <clears throat> this wasn't. This is a bad law. The media are looking at it and they can't think straight. They can't analyse it, he's analysed it incorrectly. And because he thought it was a bad decision, he also saw, and not something else that happened, he saw, in his words, three people foul Lucas Moura as he went down. Now I've watched it, I've watched it, and there's three people round him, none of them touch him, with their feet certainly one of them leans on him a bit leans on him a bit he was starting to go down and he he went down that's what I saw he saw three people have fouled him now I've been honest if that had been our player and I'd have watched it I'd have thought that's a foul I'd have been disappointed if we hadn't got a foul and I think it probably just about marginally was a foul but he was interpreting things that just weren't, weren't happening. I don't know what your thought, Tony, was that? I, I, I,
1: well, my immediate thought was it wasn't a foul like you. Um, but it was a ludicrous decision, really. But, but, but probably technically correct. Well, you know?
0: I, th- I, think, I, I think that's my, my point. Because the, because the, the law is stupid, because on an attacking sense, if you're attacking, if it brushes your arm in any way, any way, shape, or form, that's a foul. It, it, it can't be given. And and we've seen it. John Egan against Brighton, it happened for us. Declan Rice against us. Uh, and I was gonna say, that's the one bit of, of the law that's been consistently applied. So mm. I thought it had. It's different for a defender, you know that. For a, it doesn't work that way. Yes. For a defender, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be, it's got to be seeking to gain advantage, different body shape, but for an attacker, absolutely not. And I thought, well at least that's consistent, until (laughs) I saw on YouTube this morning, uh, David Moyes absolutely ranting about the Spurs goal when they beat them 2-0 the other night, because it brushed somebody's arm on the way through, so you go, God Christ, they didn't even get that right. But my point is, you've now got a pundit in Jamie, Jamie Redner. Claiming stuff about this that's wrong, fundamentally wrong, he's seen it. So, if we don't all see the same thing when we're looking at it, what chance have we got of getting this right? Yeah, I don't see we've got any chance. I mean, Jose actually said um, the game is refereed by a, a man in an office somewhere. And that's true and it's mad it's bonkers in in, in equal measure so let me let me just bring this to my ranting conclusion they saw a foul I saw somebody stumbling and taking a bit of a dive I saw an absolute leg-breaker Gary Lineker said it was a harsh decision I saw a very accurate application of the law Jamie Jamie what's-his-face saw the worst decision ever and going back to your point on that night at Burnley, that, that, that night Man United played Bournemouth. There were two handball decisions, very similar. Gave them both, one to Man United, one to Bournemouth. They were both given. As looked very similar, it wasn't. Yeah. We all saw them, we all saw them on a screen. So you've got to go back and say, this is only, this can only. Be of any advantage if it's absolutely clear and obvious. But bloody hell, even that's not working. Yeah, yeah, Over the yeah. line at Villa was clear and obvious, and they can't get that right. So I put it to you, my lud. <laughs> I'll put the evidence before you. Are we getting every decision right? No, we're not. Are we more consistent? No, we're not. Just a different type of inconsistency driven by somebody else. Have the media stopped complaining about everything? No, they haven't. So, what's the bleeding point of it all? Point of, yeah. Pointless. Get rid of it. Yeah.
1: Thank you. you know, I can honestly say that I would rather get relegated in the last minute of a season by an incorrect interpretation by a referee, in all honesty, than have to sit through mind-numbing periods of time waiting for VAR to make the game perfect. Yeah. It's not a per, it's a game, it's not perfect. But when all the other sports started doing it, then it's inevitable that football will follow. Goal-line technology was the only one I was prepared to accept Yeah, it. Yeah. And, 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 and I don't think it's goal-line technology, it's the fact that they haven't got it switched on. Mm. Uh, yes, VAR could have got involved, but I don't want VAR, VAR anyway. So no. No, it no. just happened no. to be us that was on the receiving end of the of yeah. the damn thing not being switched on. Um, which you know, I'm still prepared to give goal line technology the benefit of the doubt because yeah. generally it's okay. Yeah. So but yeah. anything else, anything else, and yeah, really we've bad. no chance because because social media's got it into it. People. Who have got the got the match on in the background while they're scoffing the tea or talking to friends, yeah. And then it then something controversial happens. It's for those people. That's what it's for. Bar. Yeah. Yeah. It's for those people. I think anyway. And ah. it's not for the people who actually want to set foot in the ground. But we do doomed. We're doomed. We're doomed. We're doomed. It's, 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 Is there a brave decision to be made? But, but uh, nobody will take it, which is to uh, let let's abandon it. The precision that people are looking for about a toenail being offside, you know, then that, that it's lost all credibility for me because it's 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 dehuman humanising it in a yes. in a, an important sense. It's, it's, it is. Yeah.
0: I mean, if I if I, if I if I was to bring your points and mine together, is it, it's absolutely ruining the experience for the, for the mm. in the ground, ruining it. I mean, I, I go back to Wilder running down the touchline and joyfully stopping and
1: yeah.
0: saying, Am I all right? Do you think yeah. that's going to get sent? So it's ruining. And that, and
1: that's, the wrong. that's wrong. That's wrong.
0: Yeah. It's ruining that experience. I had that yeah. at Spurs, you know, I didn't share mm. the second goal and all the rest of it when mm. we actually scored. It's ruining the experience. But, but my argument is, it's not. It's not even consistent.
1: No.
0: It's. No, it's just. It's no, no bet There's nothing better.
1: And it could it be better to, than it is, couldn't it? Sorry. It. 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 It's it, very imperfect, you know. And, and you either want it or you don't. It could <laughs> be better than it is. Yeah. yeah
0: the, but, the, but the word, if one you, of the thoughts. Sorry. Sorry, sorry Charlie. Yeah? One of the thoughts was. Well, we know the referees favour the big clubs. That's always the whether they do or not. But we all worry about. It. Well, there's no evidence that this is not doing exactly the same anyway yeah, so yeah. Well, that one's out the water as well
1: i think the other side to it as well has been that um football on television has got so technical with slow motion replays with an analysis of experts actually proving referees i mean we all know they're idiots but 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 you <laughs> you know bigger idiots than we than we thought there were linesmen open to be totally pilloried, and I think an element of it is the refereeing association and lines. You know, all the refereeing associations, Well, it. Yeah. we're not going to continue like this. We're not going to yeah. be continue to be judged and made pilloried. Yeah. Um, if your if you, your analysis is so good and so precise, then you do it. And yeah. We'll we'll be there, but you do it. You can take the um, you can yeah, take the blame. Yeah. Why? why should we? It's almost the likes of, say, a Mike Dean, referee in a game. Then there comes a point where he can just shrug his shoulders. Yeah. Almost like, no to do with me, mate. Then you get the situation where there's been a foul, the referee may not have seen it exactly, yeah. but he's let let play go on or whatever, then it gets pulled back, VR look at it, and then, as Tony was saying earlier, the slow-mo, then potentially the man in Stockley Park or whatever then gets on to the referee and says, I think you should take a look on the TV screen, (laughs) I I, I can't make my mind up. Now you've spent four or five minutes debating on something which in real time you were quite happy with. Uh, So it's... It's (laughs) what happened the other night with the Arsenal match. It was. was Yeah, yeah. And Jose yeah.
0: Mourinho's point, when he said, I have every sympathy for the referee, but he's not refereeing the game. I mean, yeah. in his normal style, he's not refereeing the game. The guy refereeing the game is sat in an office block down at Stockley Park.
1: Yeah. He's all right saying that. That's disingenuous of Jose Mourinho, oh, of because is. nobody nobody has, you know, he's, he's, he's right at toward the top of the pile of he is. blaming the referee rather no. than himself. So... So he should have thought about that when he, he was his alter ego when he when he <laughs> didn't like because now he's decided he likes referees on the pitch. Yeah, so it is he's as big reason why we're going for V A R as it, anything. It, it, it is. It boi- but it does boil down
0: and it and it's been driven through this isolation when we're all watching it on screens. But it doesn't matter. Two people can look at the same thing and come to a different conclusion. Yeah. But what's the point? What's really, the point? What is the point when that yeah. can
1: happen? Yeah. I've finished. <sighs> Oof. Heart rate's oh, gone up a bit there. Yeah. yeah. It's a cold cool towel, Jeff.
0: It is. Yeah. It is. But it, 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 you do have to thread a few of those things together, though. You know, yeah. the, 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 yeah. the yeah. pathetic punditry you know who who can't even analyze don't even know the laws of the game some of them for Christ's yeah, sake you know yeah. and they're and they and they're stoking up people's view of all this um, their analysis is pathetic it's uh, it, I swear I swear to God they, they see something in real time they ju- make a judgment on it and then they see it again from a different camera angle yeah. and that didn't happen but they yeah. don't but they don't change their mind.
1: Yeah, it's almost once, it, it,
0: once they've yeah. once they've said, "Oh, that was a terrible foul. It was lucky to get." Yeah. It. They don't go, "Oh, actually, you missed him." They'll go, yeah, they, they watch it and they're convinced that what they said first off." They don't backtrack from that.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, and, and the thing is, Jeff, that what what happens quite often, I think, is that you know the match has carried on, the commentary's continued on. And the ones back in the studio are now seeing this 20 or 30 times. And they still get it wrong. I'll give you a
0: really good good example, and Tony talked about that Burnley, uh, the, the potential penalty at Burnley, which uh, the match summariser said, oh, he couldn't, he couldn't get his hand out of the way of that. Uh, that was his instinct. That was his instinct. Uh, uh, they thought it was a penalty, but it, they didn't look as if it was. So they showed it again, and he looks like, and he's saying, and you're thinking, well, is it, I don't know if it is, or isn't, but it looks, you know, he's definitely yeah. in his arm, and he's definitely falling over. No, no, there was no, cl- no, no, yeah, yeah, and you can see there that there's no, uh, you know, they, they appeal for it, but you can see. So he's, he's, he's gone with what he first thought. He's looked at it again. It won't change his mind because he's already got his mind. by thinking, and I'm thinking, fair enough. If that's, I wasn't really dying a ditch over it. Watched it on Match of the Day. Alan Shearer, oh yeah, that was a penalty, definitely. And that's the problem, that is the problem. He's watched Mm -hmm. it, he's watched it, and they've come to completely different conclusions. So, what Mm -hmm. chance have we got? Right, boys. Just (laughs) one one thing
1: that, uh, you know, Charlie was talking about earlier as well, was Mm -hmm. thought-provoking, was this about, um, you know, this trickle-down of money. To the lower clubs and it, and it is a tragedy in many ways when teams like clubs like bolton like bury and bolton would have been yeah. um yes more funds trickling down because they're the lifeblood of communities and the game really because we all yeah. get everybody gets players from, you know the premiership from smaller yeah. clubs. um so but it, it one thing has to go with the other um you know because is it the lack of funds that Bury's gone into, or is it the incompetence of its owners? Well, uh, it's a bit of both, really.
0: Well, I, there's a third element, I think, Tony, and that's the, the yeah. general stewardship of the game by the lights of the AFL and the Premier League. Yeah, so, that's
1: that kind of what I'm referring to, really, as well, is that that they've got a better uh, oversight, really.
0: Yeah, I, I think there's the there's the choosing of individuals. Fair yeah. and proper, proper person test, or whatever it's called, and yeah. and and you know you get dubious individuals. But yeah. but you know as we know the EFL has almost set up the mechanism that says, you know, if you want to really give it a go by spending all this club's money and and bankrupt, potentially bankrupting itself, yeah, in order to get into the Premier League, you quite you quite you know we don't mind you doing that. But bear in mind, if you don't do it within three years, you will you will buy yeah. the club. Mm. Now that's not stewardship, is it? That's not that's not putting controls in. That's actually saying if you want to have a go, if you want to have a, you know, if you want to throw throw a few quid in the casino that you haven't got on the hope that you get out, we're quite comfortable with that. But just to let you know, if you don't, you could be in serious trouble. But we don't mind you doing it.
1: But is that isn't that financial fair play?
0: Yeah. Well, that's what it should Which be. There are
1: rules around it, aren't
0: there? Yeah, but the rules—I'm saying—the rules aren't good, are they? that that No. You know, no. there's one thing: spotting a dodgy character coming through. There's another yeah. setting yeah. set of rules that actually yeah. allow disaster to be around the True. corner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they're yeah. all, and and I think the Premier League would be the same, except there's that much bloody money that that, that yeah. you almost don't need to. You know, it's it's, it's shocking, really. It's shocking. Yeah. it is.
1: Should we yes. end on a positive note? Oh yes, please. I haven't <laughs> Go got on. one.
0: Let's, shall we just find <laughs> oh, one?
1: <laughs> I've got one. That's great. You got me excited then for a minute.
0: Well, <laughs> only that. I, well, I think I think going back on what you said earlier, Tony. I do think that I won't want it forever, but the tournament style of of games coming thick and fast. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think i'm quite enjoying it particularly after isolation and lockdown when
1: yeah.
0: we were all looking for box sets and god knows what else we were trying to yeah. do so i think that's yeah. been quite a quite a good thing and yeah yeah i think we're about out nearly out of time are we yeah looks like it but for now let's call an end to that one rain, rain. It turns the